Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Interesting. Okay. I'm- yeah. Oh, and the sex can't be like that good. Like it has to be like <laughs> sex, but it can't be like crazy mind-blowing sex because like then again, like you'll catch feels. Mm. All right. I'm going to rebuttal that last point, actually. Please. If you're my friends with benefits, the point is the sex is good. Because if I don't have feelings for you, that's what's making me want to hang out with you. Yeah, that's fair. Like when sex isn't that great, I got to like you a bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I hear you. But I think if you had a friend with benefits and the sex was insane, then there's no question that you're catching feels like what's stopping you from that at that point, you know, as opposed to sex, it's like, it's like, I once like, I, you know, you probably heard the line, like sex is like pizza. Like even when it's bad, it's still like good, you know, Yeah. as, as long as like the sex is like making you orgasm, like that's all you need, you know, like you don't need this like crazy thing. And if you do have that crazy thing, you should date them. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly Demilier. And we have an awesome episode for you this week. We just got done recording. Uh, I'm super pumped. It's really, really fun. Yeah, I had a great time. We get into some dating rules pitched to us from another podcaster. <laughs> um, and uh, we really aren't going to waste no time. No, we just got to get to it. It's, it's really great. So good. Yeah, so just um, if you haven't left us a review yet, please do that. That really <laughs> helps the podcast out. And uh, as always, join our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. We are almost at an extra episode every week. Yeah, we're really close to that goal. So uh, sign up and we'll just be giving you more content every week. Yeah. And if you want the juicy stuff, the Patreon's where it's at. So <laughs> Things are not slowing down over here. <laughs> no, it's 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 been a hell of a couple weeks. <laughs> I actually I just did Love's podcast today and we were kind of catching up after. And he was <laughs> like, man, the last six weeks with you, Erica. <laughs> He goes, I don't know how you're like alive right now (laughs) and just doing okay. (laughs) Are we though? Are we okay? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a debate. So if you want to hear some struggles, uh, join that Patreon game. Uh, Anyway, let's get to it. Let's do it. I am very, very excited. We got this girl on the pod. Oh my God. So pumped. So pumped. Uh, People have sent her podcast to me before to listen Mm -hmm. to. She gets great guests all the time. So you might have heard her podcast. She's from We Met at Acme. It's Lindsay Metzler. Welcome to the pod. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. And thanks to Brian for introducing us. Yes, for sure. Thank you for coming on. Um, I've listened to your pod before. It's great. It's got a lot of different relationship advice stuff. So if anyone that likes ours, you'll probably definitely like Mm -hmm. Lindsay's. Um, And we're going to flip this to you. I noticed this is something you do on your pod. Uh, What is your current relationship status? I love it. Um, I am currently in a relationship and we live together and he's just a few feet away from me right now because that's what happens when you live together during COVID. 
Great. Awesome. How long have you been together? We've been together for, I guess it'll be a year next month, which is really crazy because most of it has been in COVID. Yeah. Wow. So, God, so you were like, what, four months into your relationship when the world just like shut down, right? Pretty much. Yeah, like three months, four months. And we actually weren't like official when Mm. COVID hit. Do we quarantine together? Like, do like we were kind of forced to take that next step, like immediately, which I feel like a lot of people who like just met before COVID definitely had to deal with as well. Yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about this a lot of, especially like in preparing for this second lockdown that we're probably going to have. Like, everyone's kind of like, oh, cuffing season is a lot more intense this year. <laughs> like, did you feel oh, yeah. like a lot of extra pressure, or was it a little bit more seamless? It wasn't so much pressure. I was just like, I I felt lucky that I was like, okay, now I have this guy who I actually like. And so hopefully (laughs) we'll do this like quarantine thing together. It's kind of in a weird way, other than COVID being a horrible, horrible thing that like is, you know, like terrible. um, It's, it's kind of like this weird, like fantasy of like, oh my God, the world's ending. And like, hold on to me like now we have to like be more serious kind of vibes you know what I mean it's like it's like almost something that like obviously you don't wish for a pandemic but it's like you do like you see these movies like day after tomorrow and you're like oh my god I just like want to like cling to like this like survival buddy and like that's so like chic and like romantic you know yeah do you have any little fears though of like when the world is back to normal how your relationship is right now things are going to change Cause I have a friend yeah. right now that is just started seeing someone that's getting serious fast. And mm-hmm. he's partly like, you know, my life as it is right now is not what it's like because for work, he travels a lot. So he's yeah. a little bit like they might get used to me being around all the time and then not like that. I'm someone that's gone half the week. So do you yeah, have any kind of hesitations? It's a legitimate question and legitimate fear that so many people do go through. And I've actually had people reach out to me and be like, I'm so nervous, like things are going well, but you know, when the pandemic ends, for me, I actually think it's a good thing. Um, When the pandemic ends, like, or, you know, pre-pandemic, I like, in a lot of ways, I am that guy, like I travel a lot and I am more independent. And so I feel like, you know, there's nothing like missing each other. And, you know, you become like more codependent than you actually are in reality because you can't do anything. I mean, are you guys in relationships? Uh, I am. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just started, I think we're like three months in now. So oh, wow. it's actually like really similar to how you and your boyfriend started of like, yeah. you know, everything was pretty open over the summer. But now that it's getting colder and we're getting locked down, we're moving like pretty quickly. Like we talked on our yeah. Patreon this week, like I got a toothbrush at the apartment because <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> I'm spending so much time there. And it does feel like it's getting more serious faster. Right. Do you like feel good about it though? Or are you like in a normal world, I wouldn't be where I am with him or her? I think I feel good about it in that way because I think in a normal world, we wouldn't be here. And I like, I'm so happy with him. He's the kindest, like most genuine person that I think I've probably ever met. So like similar to you, it's kind of this like really like bizarre blessing that I've had. Um, But yeah, like I think there are some fears of like what happens when the world does turn back on you know he is someone who has to travel a lot for work typically so 
like not even traveling, but also like going out at night. Like these relationships have not experienced like what it's like to have like your boyfriend have a boy's night or like you have a girl's night or like, you know what I mean? Just like that reality of life and like people like running into your ex, Mm -hmm. like that doesn't happen now. Like nobody runs into their ex now. Right. Or even like a real date. Like we did a few like really nice outdoor dinner dates when it first started. But now like we're spending a lot of time in. Um, So then it gets really hard of like, okay, we're always just like hanging out in sweatpants and like getting takeout, which like that's fun and it's cute. And that's like what we can do now to spend time together. But it's like, oh, is this always going to be our relationship? Or like, I don't know, like, can you just start that up in like six months when we can finally go outside again to like, you know, do like real dates? I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's just a weird year all around. <laughs> um, so on our podcast, it's called Shooters Gotta Shoot, partly because we're women that tend to initiate. So how did you and your boyfriend meet and who initiated the relationship, would you say? So we actually like peripherally knew each other. He went to high school with one of my best friends from college. And so I kind of like always knew his name. Um, We had run into each other at parties in the past, but we never like had more than like a formalities conversation. Mm -hmm. And then um, on New Year's of last year, I ran into him. I was actually dating somebody else at the time. And I ran into him and just like, he like, like kind of remembered that he existed and was curious and like my relationship I was in was not in a great place and like kind of dwindling down to the point where like we were breaking up and so I like registered um, him in my head and then when we did um, eventually break up I was the one I was the shooter shooting and I texted him I also like I justified it because um, not that it has to be justified but he didn't know that I was single because when we ran into each other, I was with my then boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so I texted him and I was like, I had, I had invited him to like singles events because I used to throw these events pre COVID where like I would try to be a matchmaker and, and like mix people. And so I invited him to one of those events. And then I was like, and he couldn't go. And he was like, but would love to go to future events. And I, and I go speaking of future events, I'm newly single. Do you want to like go out sometime? Oh, okay. Wow. So really you did shoot a shot. It was pretty direct. I shot my shot. Mm Oh yeah. Okay. I don't think it has to be justified, but I understand. No, I know. And and it's so (laughs) funny because I, so like, if you listen to my podcast and like you like follow me on Instagram, like you probably think that I'm like, no girl can ever initiate blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But I actually, think and you can hold me to this like I think a girl can initiate the first but then has to step back I think like showing interest at first is totally fine but then you have to let them pursue you is what I think I mean you nailed why we had you on the pod that's I've had friends being like this girl's got a completely opposite philosophy of the two of you so we were like do you really think that you can initiate and then keep initiating and then like fully pursue somebody I think what the challenge with that is, is that a lot of guys are not direct in your answer, even if you're direct in the question. So like in our experience, we have a lot of situations in the past where it'd be like, you know, do you want to like 
get a drink sometime or do you want to like get a drink on this day and they'd be like oh like I'm busy but like would be fun to like hang out but what they really mean is no and that mm-hmm. has been our issue of like okay well I mean they were busy on Thursday so like I'm gonna ask and see if they want to do it like next Friday and then mm-hmm. it's just kind of this vicious cycle so it's kind of our thing is trying to figure out when to stop shooting your shot I guess <laughs> move on yeah. to the next game <laughs> or sometimes we're like no we need a hard no that yeah. we'll ask again even being like I feel like this is going to be a no but almost being like no I want you to say no yeah <laughs> give me a hard no that I'm so embarrassed I'm never going to try again yeah <laughs> that's really funny because I feel like guys that's like a very um guy mentality I there I think like I once heard you like try three times and if like the third time is still a no then like you move on mm-hmm. but I feel like with women trying for like with guys, it's like a one and done. Like if, if they, even if they don't say straight up no on the first time, but like if they do one of those, like work is so busy this week, like it's really like their way of saying, or, or I've had girlfriends who will hear from a guy straight up, like I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Right. Yeah. That's and the ultimate lie. Yeah. That mm-hmm. As a challenge. And it's like, oh, no. no. Mm-mm. he's not looking for a relationship with you like right. that's it he'll sleep with you probably yeah <laughs> Give like, he's, gonna keep, he's gonna keep fucking you of course <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. like you're making it easy but like he's gonna do that while he's looking for an actual relationship mm-hmm. right but that's the same with the vague answer when you first ask and you get a vague answer it's kind of like they don't want to fully shut the door because, hey, if we're at the same party, seems like this girl might hook up with me. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So that's kind of why we're a fan of like, nah, shut the door. Like fully get it shut. Mm-hmm. Almost like make it clear yeah. like, no, I don't want to just hook up with you. I'm into you. And you're not into me. That's cool. But like, that's it. Right. You know? Yeah, that, that's fair. It's, it's like, I remember when I was single, it was so hard for me to shut the door, even if I didn't like them at all. Just because yeah. like, I don't know, you like like people liking you you know yeah it feels good to get that attention yeah yeah oh yeah and and we're a fan of if you're just trying to hook up there's no rules there's there's no rules on initiating who cares like if you got a goal i mean if you have a friend like if when i had a friends with benefits like i would literally like triple text him like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know yeah but it's more like when you want like when you want something serious it's not like you have to play a game but like you know you don't want to seem desperate mm-hmm. right and i think you also really need to make sure that the lines don't get blurred because if you do it too many times with the friends with benefits it's too easy and then all of a sudden you start to catch feelings and then mm. you start to like get kind of let on a little bit it feels terrible yeah that's true well that's so going back to rules i have rules about friends with benefits <laughs> oh okay okay i mean that's anyone listening we're gonna get into Lindsay's rules we're basically gonna have her pitch us some of her rules <laughs> so i'm like we have more questions that we want to do that i'm like do we want to get to the rules first i'm so interested up? in the rules yeah. let's I do would, it okay. i would love to hear this because well, every episode we try to research friends with benefits and this is for like cis hetero women who have a male like friend with benefits okay, okay. Um, the first rule is that they have to be younger than you this is because at least for me, and by the way, these rules are only what my rules were and what worked for me. Um, Because if they're younger than you, you don't take them seriously, like as (laughs) a relationship. Most of the time. Which is never the case with a guy. 
they have to be younger than you like to the point where you're like i can't date you you're like my little brother like mm, have to okay. be younger um they have to be more into it than you are because if you're the one or even if you're on the same level of into it it's dangerous like you basically have to like reject someone and make them your friend with benefits if that makes any sense and like mm -hmm. know that you're never gonna um do it again and then what's okay. my other rule i think i mean just like no dates but like be respectful of one another like if one of you starts seriously dating someone like be upfront about it don't like ghost your friend with benefits like things like that um but I think the bottom line is that this is not somebody that you would ever date, no matter how many feels you catch. Um, and then like you come out on top. Mm, interesting. Okay. I'm yeah. Oh, and the sex can't be like that good. Like it has to be like <laughs> sex, but it can't be like crazy mind blowing sex because like, then again, like you'll catch feels. Mm. All right. I'm gonna rebuttal that last point actually. Please. If you're my friends with benefits, the point is the sex is good. Because if I don't have feelings for you, that's what's making me want to hang out with you. Yeah, that's fair. Like when sex that's isn't fair. that great, I got to like you a bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, me. I, I, I hear you. But I think if you had a friend with benefits and the sex was insane, then there's no question that you're catching feels. Like what's stopping mm -hmm. you from that? at that point you know as opposed to sex it's like it's like i once like i you know you probably heard the line like sex is like pizza like even when it's bad it's still like good you know yeah as as long as like the sex is like making you orgasm like that's all you need you know like you don't need this like crazy thing and if you do have that crazy thing you should date them <laughs> i don't know i had a uh, friends with benefits for a while that like the sex was just like insane but it, he was definitely someone that was like this is just never ever gonna be a relationship um i don't know so like but i just i don't catch feelings from sex like i i can like bucket the physical and then the actual like conversation with someone like that's where i really get feelings for someone and he this person and i just never talked <laughs> other than when we were gonna hook up or when we were getting yeah. drunk together before we hooked up <laughs> yeah. i mean if you can do that like if you can compartmentalize then like totally do it like then you should have mind-blowing sex with the friends with benefits yeah like i don't know i just don't think that the friends with benefits is like the mind-blowing sex should be your partner in an ideal situation i would say you do have a bit of a point for most people though because biologically speaking like if you're orgasming as the woman it there are a lot of studies that it does trigger more yes. in your brain or like it should. Um, yeah. And we always say that like, you know, we're just, you know, kind of the odd ones that it, that isn't really always how it happens for us. Um, yeah. So I do, I think most women listening would probably want to like have caution around a situation like this. Cause sometimes yeah. it's out of your control where you're like, I know I shouldn't like this person, but I'm really starting to like this person. Yeah, I don't know. It's so I think I might be like you guys because I've never like had sex with someone and then started to like them. Right. Yeah. Like it was only either like before but never like it's like after didn't change that for me, really. Right. 
And I would say the more that like I talk with someone and I get to know them on an intimate level, sometimes that'll make the sex a lot better for me. Yeah, that I'll agree with for sure. Can I throw this question out to the table? I think a lot of things women get annoyed with with friends with benefits, myself included, is a lot of times you just want to know when you're going to see them. Yeah. But the point of friends with benefits is there isn't this like need to plan right Mm -hmm. so a lot of girls will get annoyed of like i'm getting hit up while i'm out that night to hook up with this person and almost feel like it's wrong so i'd almost be like do you feel like there's any rule you would say about when you should hit up a friends with benefits should it only be day before like there any rules regarding planning no i mean if you have a good loyal friend with benefits like you can hit them up at any time and they can hit you up at any time and unless you're previously engaged or like with another person like you're gonna let them come over or you're gonna go over there Mm -hmm. um oh that was another rule like i never went over to a friend's event (laughs) interesting okay like if i'm giving you sex like you can come to me you know and then like i can i would say do you let them sleep over oh no, that's another rule. Thanks I like for- that rule. No sleepovers. Yeah. See, we would often go to their place because then we could leave. That is also smart, but I have no problem being like, okay, it's time for you to go. Like I made it very <laughs> clear that like there's no, like that he was never sleeping over. Have that's you ever good. bought someone an Uber home just to get them out of your place? Good question. Or offered? No, but. I've used that as a move. <laughs> so that's a good move. And also everyone has done like the fake leaving wait what when you pretend that you're leaving your own apartment so that they leave oh yeah yeah Yeah. and then you like walk around the block and then go back oh okay i've done that i have done that (laughs) but i I was imagining that night you're like all right well i have to go get groceries (laughs) so there's no lines at midnight (laughs) they don't leave when you're like okay you have to leave like that's psycho yeah no true but i think i think that's something a lot of women would feel like they weren't I don't know, like being a good host or like they weren't being nice to like kick oh, someone yeah, out yeah. after they were there. Also, your friends with benefits, another rule should be close by. So like yeah. you don't feel bad if you're kicking them out. Like you shouldn't have a friends with benefits benefits in like Bushwick if you live like on the Upper East Side. Like that's like then you're going to feel bad, you know, like they should be near. Well, sometimes Bushwick has good dick. Okay, is no one going to say that? One hundred percent. But then you can also be in Bushwick. You know, I will not. But you know what? (laughs) I will buy you an Uber home if it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, what's uh, what's some other set of rules that you wanted to, uh, I guess, talk about on the pod to to pitch to listeners? Um, Other rules are just like around dates and first, second, third dates. Okay. Think that you shouldn't have more than two drinks on a first second or third date um maybe just maybe we'll just talk first dates no more than okay. two drinks. that's a millionaire um, matchmaker rule by the way i don't know if you're a fan of patty oh oh that's a millionaire matchmaker rule? yeah i'm a big fan of patty and that's one of her I rules two drink maximum i love patty no, she says no sex until monogamy yeah that one i don't agree with but yeah i agree i i also don't agree with that but um uh yeah so uh two no more than two drinks on a first date not because of anything other than that like it clouds your judgment and like you know maybe you'll be sloppy and like no one likes that no sex on a first date unless you don't care where it goes 
Mm. If you do, then just don't have sex because honestly, like no slut shaming. It's just not as fun. It's not as exciting. There's no buildup, especially if you're meeting on a dating app, which most people are these days. Like this is an absolute stranger. Like that's kind of scary. Just like give it another date or two to get to know them. Um, unless you have like a mutual friend and you, they can vouch. Um, don't send a thank you text after the date. If you are a woman who just went out with a man, you hopefully already said thank you on the date. And it's just like overkill. It's like trying to get a text from them. Like let them decide on their own accord that like they had a good time and that they want to hit you up. Um, it also like, going back to like guys not really saying how they feel like you will get confused and in a gray area if you're like oh my god thank you so much again for like a 20 dollar drink and they're like no problem had a great time would love to see you soon because that's what you say because it's nice mm -hmm. and then you're gonna be like oh my god they like me so much they want to see me soon it's like no they just like, it's a formality because you sent a formality like mm -hmm. as opposed to you not sending that text and then being like hey, I had a really good time. Like, what are you doing Thursday? Because then you know for a fact that they're into you. And honestly, that's like pretty much it. I think, again, like you could initiate the first date, but then like chill and like wait and make sure that they are interested. Question, what's the rule on you leave a date and a guy says, let me know when you get home? I was just thinking that. Such a great question that comes up all the time. Mm -hmm. You do let them know that okay. you got home because that would be really crazy if you did <laughs> yeah. um, like no then i you're will like not playing a really yeah. scary game and then weird you'd be game like, yeah. of like did yeah. he really mean he wanted to right. know am i gonna right. hear from him like um it's been an hour did you get home <laughs> yeah yeah like send the text when you got home and just be like got home like had so much fun mm -hmm. i've yeah. uh i guess been single for basically a year and I've gone on a handful of dates and I've noticed men that will say, let me know when you get home. Okay. And men that will not say anything. Oh, that's interesting. And I have forgotten, just generally forgotten to let someone know. And I'll get a text from that's kind of like, Hey, you made it home. Right. And I'm like, Oh yes. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I'm home kind of thing. And then what happened? Um, no, I mean, yeah, but it's, I found more of a difference. The men that usually say, let me know when you get home. Okay. Want a second date. Mm -hmm. And the ones that don't say that, I think kind of are like, they just don't care if they hear from you again. Yeah. Well, I actually, we, I just, I, I literally talk about like these subjects all the time. And a, a woman just, just DM me today. And she was like, it's actually a deal breaker for me as a woman. If they don't say, let me know that you got home. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, what's well, you know, what's really interesting for me. One date I had recently was a place in my neighborhood and we both walked there. So I walked home by myself and that dude did not say, let me know when you get home. Okay. Which I that thought was weirder and worse than the times that I'm say in Manhattan. Cause we live in Astoria and I take an Uber. Cause it's like, well, an Uber yeah. brings me to my door. Yeah. But the, like, it was interesting that the guys getting me in an Uber were like, Oh, you know, let me know you get home. Okay. But the dude that I was like, I walked home in the dark, like, and stuff that is shutting is down cool. early. So yeah. like no one was around. Like I was like, not that I was scared. Like the neighborhood's nice, but I was like, Wow, of all guys, for that guy not yeah, to be not like, okay. hey, you made it home, right? Yeah. I so, do agree with you, though, that the guys who don't say it probably don't want a second date because I've always thought that it was just an invitation to text them so that you wouldn't True. feel kind of crazy. 
I agree. In fact, I feel like I need to ask a poll question about this mm -hmm. after we record, but no, it's a, and I, also I've been the one to say to a guy, let me know when you got home. Yeah. Well. I've said that too. It's just mm -hmm. kind of nice. Like, yeah. yeah. Like if they're leaving my place, you yeah. know? Oh yeah. But I think even more so if you walk, just because it's like, yeah, it's New yeah. York. A lot of us walk, and if it's dark, yeah, out, you're you never like, know. Yeah, yeah, right. I was. I wanted to ask another question about first date rules. So I've been implemented a new rule, kind of for myself. Of a lot of times, especially through apps, you move off the app, you get the cell phone number, whatever. But basically, you make a vague plan of like, when are you free this week? And you're like, okay, I'm free Thursday. They're like, me too. And say it's Sunday that you're talking. So they're like, all right, like let's figure out details later. I won't initiate the details and the planning of it, but I made a rule that if I don't hear from them till like that day of the date, like midday, I don't go on the date. Good. Like That's I'll just, I'll just be like, look, I assumed we weren't going to meet. I haven't heard from you. You won't yeah. send a follow-up? No, I won't send a follow-up. That's my new rules. I don't Interesting. Cause yeah, I'm kind of like, we both know it was supposed to be Thursday mm -hmm. and clearly you're not that excited to meet me if yep. there's no remembrance in your brain. Of like following I fully up. support that rule. And it's so funny because I have a friend who's single and, and dating and she was in that ex like same situation. And she was like, and she was like, is the date on? Like he hasn't texted me, but, but it wasn't a vague plan. They had like, let's meet at this place at six. Mm -hmm. See, that's but different. Yeah. yeah. Di different, but still like you still text to be like, just making sure, or like, see you later or whatever. Yeah. No text, but the guy showed up at the place. Yeah. But that's yeah. They had a plan. And he was like, where are you? And she was like, I mean, you never confirmed and I'm on her side. Like if it doesn't matter if you have a time and place you, if, if it's Sunday and the dates on Tuesday, you still need to confirm on Tuesday. But I have a question. If your friend invites you time and place, for somewhere to go and they don't confirm are you gonna not go or or are you gonna hesitate to just check in of like hey this time's still good for you when i have that situation with a friend always check in and yeah. if they don't i assume we're off okay so because we're, we're in an age where like we all have our phones on us 24 7 like it to do just a, ch a quick check-in. Like, you never know. You know, you don't want to mm -hmm. show up to a place. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah, I think it's easy. I, I am agreeing with you in that. And, like, if I'm unsure, I always send a message. Like, actually, with my boyfriend, uh, now we met through an app. And I think it was the plan was made, like, three days or so before that, you know, we might, like, get together on, like, the Saturday night or whatever. And For then, first date you're talking for about? For first date, yeah. Okay. And then uh saturday morning came and i didn't have like a hard plan so i just sent him a message and was like oh are we like still on for tonight and uh, he was like yeah of course like why wouldn't we be and then he like sent me the menu of the place that he was looking at and everything so like i don't i don't think it's bad to confirm because he's also a person who he doesn't really like use social media or anything like that i came to find out and so he was like yeah like we made a plan why wouldn't we just go with it Right. I would say, like, it sounds like you have a good guy, but oftentimes, <laughs> yeah, like, when a girl says, like, hey, are we still on for tonight? I would argue that it sounds insecure. Mm. As opposed, like, if you're going to do a check in, I would just be like, see you in an hour, question mark, or something, you know, like, see you later. But I would advise against it, like, completely, because, like, they, they're the ones making the plan. Like, they better follow through with the fact that the plan is happening. 
But I will say, and I know this is one of your questions, so I might be jumping ahead. No, go but for I it. did I did break that rule with my boyfriend um, oh. because he we made a plan on a Tuesday night. Um, like like talked about making the plan for a Saturday day date. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we made this plan like 3 p.m. Saturday. Didn't hear from him between this is this is for our first date. And then I didn't hear from him from between Tuesday and Saturday. Okay. And I still had plans that day, like before our date, like a, a girlfriend's birthday brunch. And so I'm like at the brunch and I'm just like, or maybe it was like right before I left for the brunch, he texted me and he was like, oh my God, like, don't know why, like, I'm just seeing this. Yes. Like still definitely like on for three, right. Or something like almost as if he, for some reason thought that like we would, I would still hold this plan for him. Like even if he didn't message me and like, it pissed me off so much because I was like, wow, I literally have not, he's like laughing. Like I have not been in your thoughts once, not once <laughs> like right now until like three hours before the date. Like what the fuck? And so I sent a gif of, have you seen Billy Madison? Yeah. You know, when Steve Buscemi's character like crosses Billy's name off of his hit list. <laughs> That's a great gift. I sent that gift and like I wasn't fucking kidding. And then he was like obsessed with the fact that I sent that gift. And then I was like, you know what? Fine. I actually texted our friend who he went to high school with and I was like, this fucking asshole, should I still go on this date? Wow. He just texted me now. And she was like, go on the date, but like that's not okay. And I was like, I know. So you broke the rule of he didn't you didn't hear from him in a certain amount of time, but you still continued the plans. Yes. And I wouldn't, by the way, if it was a night plan. Mm. Yeah. Well, because night feels like hookup time. So when you kind of get that behavior, like anyone that I didn't follow up with, Mm -hmm. it'd be one thing if like your friend, the guy showed up or suddenly even just texted an hour before, like, I'm just getting done with work. You know, you want to meet in two hours at this place. Like, but the thing is, I've, I've just heard nothing. Or even right. like the next day, they're not like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot we were supposed to meet yesterday. Like, so I'm kind of like, I was going with my gut on it. I was like, yeah, I didn't think this, I would hear from this dude mm-hmm. unless I was the one like pursuing. And I was kind of like, eh. especially yeah, with online, you know. teaching them a lesson. Like if you do end up dating this person, it's like, I didn't hear from you. So I made other plans and it's like, okay, so next time, if we have a plan, like you better say something, otherwise the same thing will happen. And like, it, I feel like it's important to like teach them lessons up front. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The feel, the thing that I feel like we're kind of getting to the like crux of though, is like to put yourself first and give yourself an opportunity to make other plans. Like, I don't know that it necessarily matters how you go about it, but like when I was younger, I would wait around. I would like do my makeup, get ready, and then just sit and have like kind of wait around for the guy to come around and like I wasn't allowing myself to go out with other people and like really like hang out with my friends and stuff because I was always putting the guys first instead of what I wanted to do first so like by having a cutoff date you can be like all right fine if he doesn't message me at this point like I'm going out with Erica I'm gonna do that you know do other things and I think that's what's so important because I think it makes you more confident in whatever you're gonna do Hmm. I agree. Everyone should have a cutoff time. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I do actually have some thoughts on like having an, more than two drinks and especially in a city like New York that is such a big drinking city. And we always say that if you have a drink or two at a place and then move to another location and have another couple of drinks, like that's a really good sign. So what are your thoughts on that? And like, how do you balance that? I think that it's less about it being a good sign to me and more about like having a cutoff time from the date. Like oftentimes, and I don't know if there's actual statistics about it, but the dates that go longer end up less likely to get a second date. Interesting. So many people will reach out and they'll be like, I don't understand. We were at the bar for six hours. And then like, I never heard from him. And it's like, well, like, girl, like, why were you there for six hours? Like, don't you have a life? Because obviously he didn't think so because you literally never left, you know? And it's like, you have to have some mystery about it. Like, yes, it's much harder in COVID, but like pre-COVID and post-COVID, like, you have somewhere to be like, even if you have to wake up tomorrow morning because you have a workout class or you go on like your, your run every morning, whatever, even if you're lying, like Mm -hmm. you should not be on a date for more than like two, maybe two and a half hours. Wow. And if, if within that time you go to a second location, fine. Um, but I think that, you know, you should be like, I had so much like, like wrapping up the first location. If they're like, would love to like show you this, like, you know, wine bar that like, I love. And you could be like, oh, I would love to check it out. Why don't we do that next time? Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. then you are getting a second date and you're not available. Like that's, I feel like the best of both worlds whereas like if you're like oh i'd love to check out the wine bar like what else can you show me like show me everything you know (laughs) no like you're not that impressed like you had a nice time and like now you can go home and think about everything and they can hit you up for a second date Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of uh, male friends of mine say that a second location to them as men is a sign that that means the girl is probably going to hook up with them Mm-hmm. and being a woman and being in that scenario it's more like when i've done second location it was more because i was like oh like i'm into this date and mm-hmm. it's fun and a lot of times you just go on so many bad dates that you're like oh i don't want this date to end like there's a there's a little bit part of you that was like no i am enjoying talking to them i want to talk to them more mm-hmm. so that's when it becomes hard to kind of hold back and maybe like hold more mystery per se mm-hmm. right but the way that you have to say like speak to yourself is like oh i like this guy i don't want this date to end so I'm going to end it so that it can happen again okay. because it's like the same way as like if you're hooking up with someone and you really like them so you like put all your eggs in their basket and then they break up with you like no if you are hooking up with someone and you really like them that is your chance to hook up with other people so you don't come off like you are all about them mm-hmm. you know it's like the same thing with the date like oh you're having a really nice time on this date great can you walk me home because I want a second date. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I mean, as maddening as it is, men do like to have to fight for something. So in cutting it off, I think that gets their wheels spinning a little bit of like, oh, I thought this was going so great. Like, why doesn't she want to hang out more? And then yeah. they're going to be thinking about you more. So I do think there is something to it. I'm I'm not very good at it, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. You really want to check out that wine bar sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious to know now that like you're in a relationship 
do you hit a point when you're dating someone that you stop following any kind of rules? I think when you live together, it's really hard to follow rules. Like you're like, you know, pooping and like doing (laughs) gross things. And, um, but I do think that it's important to like maintain your independence in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're somebody that tends to like get comfortable with your partner, like almost too comfortable where like you forget you have friends and like you forget you have a job and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like you need to set boundaries for yourself and be like, I like, if you're that person, like I'm not that person, but I know friends that are, and you have to be like, okay, I'm going to go out with my girlfriends like once or twice a week, like on these days, like you have to make sure that you're like, not just like, always around sitting there like you know like mm-hmm. um I think it's nice to like you know you don't have to do this but if you want to like dress sexy one night or like dress up for like a date night like especially in COVID times like I literally we call each other like marshmallows because we're always in sweatsuits mm-hmm. with like huge you know sweatpants and sweatshirts and like I think it's nice to like surprise you like the other day I was just like sitting on the couch in my like blob of a sweatsuit and my boyfriend came out in a suit like like, oh my god that's adorable so cute and I feel like and like I will like you know go like buy like a nice lingerie situation like just like little things like I feel like just keeping like like just not trying at all to me is like breaking rules because it's like, you know, but, but that's less about rules and more about like relationship and like respect and, mm-hmm. and like making sure that you're both happy and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always about effort. Yeah. About so effort. whether it's like physical things like dressing up or other little things, it's kind of like, you just feel like the effort's gone. Mm-hmm. Like we, we all, I mean, most people feel like they get a little lazier in relationships or their partner gets a little lazy in relationships. And I think that's when it's kind of like, Hey, like, I don't like that. We're getting lazy about whatever it is, whether it's dressing nice, whether it's, you know, cleaning the apartment or, you know, right. whatever. Agreed. And I think like if you're dating someone before you live together, which like, obviously I've experienced too. I mean, this is my first time living with a partner, but like I would make it a rule not to like have a sleepover every night, like to have nights where like I go home and like do my thing and like, you know, have them miss you. Because like if you're living together before you're living together, then like living together won't be that different or exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I'm curious because for our pod, we always try to find some type of research with relationships and stuff. Has there ever been like a rule that you found in your research um, that you used to do? And thought it was a great rule and then realized, I, I don't think that's a good rule and people shouldn't do that. There was one thing that I used to do, but it wasn't like, I didn't read it anywhere and think that it was a good idea. I kind of just like told myself it was cool and it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I used to like be so like degaff. Like I used to pretend I didn't give a fuck, like to the new, <laughs> like to a new extent <laughs> where it like backfired. Like I remember I was dating this guy and he had this like, cool job at like a record label and I knew that he had a cool job and I knew he was successful and so I purposely didn't ask about his job like I'm like I'm gonna like you know like be so like cool that like I don't care about his job so I'm never gonna ask about it like I'm never gonna bring it up Mm -hmm. and we ended up like not working out and then 
we like ran into each other years later and and I was like, what, like, what was the deal with us? Like, why didn't we, and he was like, well, you literally never asked me about what I do. Like you never like cared. And I was like, what do you mean? I cared so much. Like, that's why I didn't ask you. And I was like, we obviously like that didn't work in my favor. <laughs> I've found that in general, if you're trying to be too cool, yeah, um, because a lot of times then you're not speaking up for like any of your needs or wants mm-hmm. and totally. you're like no I'm just laid back cool girl almost like to the extreme trying to follow you know the classic book the rules of like letting them make every effort and like oh yeah, I just yeah, I don't yeah. care either way I'm just happy to be here but then ultimately right. I feel like you end up not happy or not showing any personality really right. it's most and it's like all- <laughs> people like yeah. you have some interest or some opinion or something you know hundred percent. And like, I, I always think it's so weird when, when people are like, just like, don't be yourself for the first like three months and then like, and then be yourself. It's like, well, they're going to be like, wait, this girl wasn't the person I thought she was. Like, I'm not down anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, that is hilarious. Cause actually when I, uh, first started dating my boyfriend now, one of my like childhood best friends have been close with her for like over 20 years she listened to this podcast and all the rules that we go over and she was like mal just make sure like you stay like being yourself like he's gonna fall in love with you and who you are and she actually sent me this bracelet that i forget exactly what it says but like the script on it is essentially like be yourself <laughs> and she was like can you just like wear this on your dates <laughs> That is so funny. She's like, just look at your wrist whenever you need a little reminder. <laughs> I mean, she's right. And, and that's why I feel like it's so important to like, when you're going on a date, act like you're meeting up with a friend. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, ultimately, the goal is for this person to be like your best friend, right? Yeah. But like, there are parts of you that like, you will not reveal until mm-hmm. like, post I love you and like, post yeah. being like I remember when I was right right as I was becoming more serious with my boyfriend I called one of my best friends and I was like oh like what if I can never be like really weird in front of him because like we weren't there yet yeah and she was like you will be like trust me you'll be fine and now I'm just like as weird as I can be and so I like some things just like take time yeah we always boil everything down to a friendship like how would you receive this from a friend how would you treat a friend and I think that getting to know you process is similar because like have you ever had a friend that you were just like entirely like no holds bar like absolutely yourself from the second you met them like super weird and then like everything was totally fine like in my experience like my best friends like it's something that you build over time and you get like a little bit more yourself revealed every time you hang out and I don't know why we treat romantic relationships differently yeah, I mean, they shouldn't be. I, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we already talked about shooting a shot. You shared their story with us. So I guess to wrap up, uh, we'd like to ask our guests, uh, what is the best piece of dating advice that you have ever received? The best piece of dating advice I've received is that if you're confused, meaning like if you're confused about how they feel about you, they're not interested. There I love go. that. Yeah, if, you're, <laughs> if, if they're not confused, you'll know, right? Mm-hmm exactly exactly that's awesome um so yeah then again everybody uh, check out Lindsay's podcast we met at acme and you can follow Lindsay at lins metz that's l-i-n-d-z m-e-t-z and anything else you want to plug or 
and check out the podcast We Met at Acme because you will hear uh, Erica and Molly's episode. Oh, yeah. We'll be coming out on her pod soon. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, I'm at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.